This is Steve Mummery with a podcast for couples getting married. It can be a stressful time for some couples from trying to appease families through to dealing with somebody who RSVPs two days before the event and asks if they can bring a friend. (laughs) So this podcast is designed to take you on the journey from getting engaged to getting hitched. Yeah, the journey towards marriage can be an interesting road trip. People will behave like you've never seen them behave before. So each episode of Getting Hitched has been designed to give you insights and tips to help you navigate from engagement through to the wedding day. Most of the episodes are not that long, and each episode only focuses on one subject, so you can pick and choose the episodes that matter to you most. But you'll be surprised what tips you pick up from every episode. So take your time getting through them whenever you've got a spare minute on your walk with the dog or a run or even just driving in the car. Even if you've planned thoroughly in the weeks and months leading up to your big day, a lot happens on the wedding day long before you walk down the aisle, and hair and makeup are a big part of that. So I scoured the internet to find some answers to eight questions you might have on hair and makeup. Number one, when should you do your nails? If you're planning on a mani or a pedi, consider getting your nails done the day before. Depending on the formula used, nail polish can take a while to harden completely. They might seem dry, but many kinds of polish can be easily dented hours after application. Who knew? So you'll be unable to do much of anything until they're fully hardened. Unless you're getting a fast drying manicure at the very crack of dawn on the wedding day, save yourself the frustration by getting it done the day before. And don't forget, set aside a bottle of matching color and top coat for any emergency chip repairs. Number two, which comes first, hair or makeup? Well, according to the internet, in a perfect world, hairstyling happens first because the hot styling tools might cause perspiration. Ah, makes sense. And also because the makeup artist can remove any overspray from the skin before starting. However, your schedule may dictate that hair and makeup happen in tandem or in a real pinch simultaneously. Uh Uh-oh. As long as you avoid having a shine product sprayed too close to your face after your makeup has been done, it's okay to switch up the order apparently. Definitely try to avoid going under a hot dryer with a finished face though. That'll just be uncomfortable. Also, think about your chosen style. For example, if you'll have bangs or wispy pieces of hair across your face, that section should ideally be finished after the makeup or gently pinned back before the makeup begins. Number three, what time should hair and makeup start? Okay, well, let your hair and makeup people know when you need to be dressed and ready and then they'll work backwards from there. Try to be finished with hair and makeup about an hour before go time. That leaves plenty of time for everyone to get dressed, gather their things, hug, take pictures, and share a final toast. You may not need that much time, but also remember to factor in whether or not you are having getting dressed photos, first look photos, or if any family or bridal party photos will be done before the ceremony. That way you can determine the order and scheduling of services accordingly. Next question, does the bride go first or last? Well, according to the internet, neither. 
Actually, this really depends on your schedule and your personal preferences. For example, if you're going to have pictures taken before the ceremony, you may need to be finished earlier than the rest of the crew. If not, you could go towards the end, but probably don't go last, as things tend to get really busy in the last hour of prep. The family comes in to say hi, photographers and florists arrive, and suddenly you'll have lots of questions thrown at you. If you're already out of the chair, you'll be in a much better position to take it all in with minimal delays. Number five, how long does hair and makeup take? Well, it seems to take forever, but this depends on your hair and makeup artists, on the number of people getting services, and on the complexity of the desired looks. Roughly allocate at least 35 to 45 minutes per person for makeup, with a little extra time for the bride. Hair can range from just a few minutes for a simple primping to an hour or more for an intricate updo. I suggest you overestimate how much time you'll need, that way your schedule will allow for different styling choices and last minute add-ons, as well as late family members, interruptions and other unanticipated but often unavoidable wedding day chaos. If you have a very large group and you know you'll be tight on time, ask your hair and or makeup artist to bring a second stylist or book one yourself. Next question, where should hair and makeup happen? Whenever possible, use a spot by a window. Natural light is ideal for makeup. Make sure there's somewhere for makeup and styling tools to be set up, a power outlet or two, comfortable temperature, and a reasonable amount of space for the number of people who will be in the room. Next question, how will you get everything done while sitting still in the hair and makeup chair? Well, this is where it's best to delegate ahead of time. Decide what the rules will be and stick to the plan. Answering the phone, texting, getting hugs from friends and family, answering bridesmaids questions about which earrings to wear. All of these things are great, but they can slow down the beautification process significantly, which is a problem if you're on a tight schedule. Also, if everyone is demanding your attention at once, it'll be difficult to relax and enjoy the process of being pampered. Instead, delegate phone answering to a bridal party member if you can, and try to limit the total number of people in the prep area. If nothing else, your hair and makeup people will love you for it. And finally, number eight. Do you really have to figure all of this out yourself? No. That's something wedding planners and coordinators are happy to do for you. Decide whether you want to be in charge of every detail or whether relaxing is more of your priority. And don't overlook the possibility of unexpected problems on the day of. Every bride has a story to tell about minor but annoying things that went wrong and how they were handled or not handled. So hire if you can, delegate if you can't. And the best tip of all is to make sure you have a hair day before the day so that your hairstylist knows how you want your hair on the day. And on that day, they can try a couple of different looks for you so you can choose the best one. So hopefully that answers questions on how the hair and makeup should roll out amongst the chaos on your wedding day. In the next episode, I'll talk through how to get married overseas. There's a whole bunch of tips and insights on my website, smcelebrant.com.au, including 
how important wedding invitations are, how to propose to a guy if you're a guy, and fun wedding vows for couples. Just go to smcelebrant.com.au and click on Insights. Or check out all the podcasts because some of those things are covered here.